Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Shergel, and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hey, and welcome back. Today, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently because today's episode is going to be a compilation of interesting facts regarding animal mating. You know, I grew up in the generation where the bad touch by the bloodhound gang was everywhere. So I'm going to be giving out a special episode to some meat fuckers and other interesting mating rituals that you would see on the Discovery Channel. As usual, I will leave all the links to any information that I get in the description in case you want to read more about the article or the animals itself. And I did get a couple of these facts from YouTube as well. So there's some video links down below. So get ready for the next 15 minutes or so of just random animal facts today. So let's start with an animal that starts with A. Do you know what an anglerfish is? Even if you don't know the name, people tend to recognize female anglerfishes because they're the ones that have the thing that extends from their head with the illumination at the end. Now, when a male and female anglerfish mate, what will happen is the male anglerfish will bite into the female anglerfish and over time, their bodies will start to fuse together. Specifically, their circulatory system will start to merge. And the male anglerfish will live off the nutrients from the female's blood. However, it seems the female fish gets most of the nutrients in the end because during the process of them fusing, the female anglerfish will start to take whatever sperm she wants whenever she wants, which ends up making the male anglerfish just shrivel up. And what's interesting about this is that a female anglerfish will allow multiple males to bite into her at one time. So it's kind of funny because this could definitely end up being like an episode of Maury as well. I watched a lot of Maury as well growing up. Um, But yes, next we have giraffes. Now, when male giraffes want to get it on with their fellow female giraffes, they will follow the females around and nudge their heads against the females, butt until the female lets them get a scent and taste of their urine. When the males taste the female urine, that's when they're able to decipher if the female giraffe is ovulating. And they can do that just through tasting it, right? So if the male giraffe finds that a female giraffe is ovulating, he will follow her around the area with a massive erect penis, which for those of you who are wondering, is approximately two to four feet long. And he will follow her around until she stands still long enough for him to mount her. But in order for a male to be able to mount a female, there does need to be a bit of cooperation because it's a female who's going to end up having to balance the weight of the male giraffe, which to put into context, a male giraffe is approximately one and a half times taller than a female giraffe, but it doesn't need to last very long because a giraffe only takes a few seconds to come. Also, another fun fact about giraffes is that they can take a really long time to drink water. Because when a giraffe has to bend over or lean down to drink water, it needs to lower itself to the ground because its neck is not actually long enough to reach the water when it's standing upright. 
which I kind of feel is a design flaw here, but because the giraffe has to lower itself and spread its legs so far in this really awkward position, they become very vulnerable. So when they're getting into the position to start getting ready to drink water, it will actually take them such a long time because you think they're going to go for it. And then they pause, they pause, they look around and then they lift their head up. They, and then they put it back down thinking they're going to get more water again, but they don't, they pause, look around, look around. And I know this because I was actually fortunate enough to see a draft drink because since giraffes have such a hard time drinking water, they only need to drink it every few days. Yeah. So there's some fun facts on giraffes, but next we have garter snakes, which are pretty kinky. Well, at least for the females, because when female garter snakes are ready to get it on and mate with someone, they will actually start an orgy by releasing a pheromone to make all the other male garter snakes around them gather. And the more male snakes that she gathers, it actually makes her more attractive. So the goal is basically to create a big orgy and typically an orgy or rather what science calls a mating ball can be over a hundred male snakes to one female snake. But because of the size of this mating ball, it can be very dangerous for the female snake to get away when she's, you know, done and over this <laughs> because if she tries to leave and she makes a big scene or the majority of the snakes notice, it will actually cause a frenzy. So in order for her to get away, she needs to go very slow and she almost needs to sneak off before anyone notices that she's gone. Next, we have hedgehogs. And did you know that hedgehogs are only open to mating for a few hours every year? A few hours every year. That doesn't sound very fun, right? Well, anyways, during this period, the male hedgehogs who are available to mate will stand on their feet and start urinating around the female hedgehogs. And if the female hedgehog tries to put the urine away and is like, no, I don't want this, this means that they don't want to have sex. But if the female hedgehogs put their belly out, that indicates that they do actually want to have sex, which I think is hilarious because even though they're only open for mating for a few hours, they damn well make sure that those few hours are kinky because who knew hedgehogs were into golden showers, right? Next, we have brown antagonists. Am I saying that right? Brown antagonists. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but I think they're part of the mouse family, or at least that's what they look like to me. But brown antagonists can be found in some parts of Australia. And mating for these little guys don't really end up well. It doesn't end up well for them. So for this animal, males will typically live for about 11 months, which will end in a two-week breeding cycle in which the males will mate for as much as they fucking can. Like they will mate as much as physically possible. They don't care. They will just keep doing it. And it can be up to 14 hours at a time. So for 14 hours straight, all they're doing is literally just having sex. But because of all this sex, their testosterone levels rev up their stress hormone, which puts their cortisol levels like working into overdrive and just off the charts, which then crashes their immune system, which leaves them vulnerable to disease and infection. But most of the time they just die from stress and exhaustion itself. And it really is that these little creatures will literally fuck themselves to death and males won't make it past the first breeding season. Apparently, scientists call this common cause a mating technique, 
quote, suicidal reproduction, which is so insane because when I was reading this at first, I was kind of shocked, but like in a, wow, that's wild kind of way. Like really just not very long life. And then they just go all at it at the end there. (laughs) But next we have a fun fact about honeybees. So I guess a male honeybee that mates with a queen is called a drone honeybee because there's different types of bees and different types of services and things that they do. So how a drone mates is that he has something called an endophallus, which is essentially his penis, but it's specifically designed to disperse a large quantity of semen with great force and speed. And the idea here is that the drone bee will shoot his semen into the queen so she can use it later. But in this process, a drone will most likely die because his endophilus has ripped off from him and it stays within the queen. And this also happens to prevent other males from breeding with her too. But another fact about a queen bee is that they are only fertilized once in their whole lives by all the bees. So because they're fertilized once by all the bees, a consequence of this is that a bee can carry up to 4,000 sperm until they die. And to be honest, I really didn't know that much about honeybees and things like that. But just from the small information that I got, even for this fact, bees really seem cool and they are incredibly organized. Holy moly. But let's move on to the next because the next we have penis fencing flatworms. And yes, I said penis fencing flatworms. What a weird name, right? But anyways, these cool insects are super interesting because they are hermaphrodites which means they possess both male and female reproductive systems. And because of this, when two penis fencing flatworms come together to mate, they will actually fight to who will take on the role of the mother. So to do this, they will take out their penises with the intention of stabbing the other worm first so they don't have to take the role of mother. And the first one to inseminate obviously wins. So yes, penis fencing flatworms, everybody, they literally duel with their penises. Also, another bug that stabs into the female bug are bed bugs. And bed bugs mate like crazy since they always have an erection. They can mate up to 200 times a day. But the reality is male bed bugs are so horny that they don't really care who they have sex with. So having sex with both genders is totally a thing for bed bugs. And from personal experience, I have seen how fast bed bugs can multiply. I used to work for a multi-residential company. And when we had a case of bed bugs in one unit, we really did have to act as fast as we could to make sure that those bed bugs didn't spread to other units because they're so small and they multiply so quickly and they can travel so fast that once you have bed bugs, it's very difficult to get rid of them. And most people just throw out their things if they have them. But before we move on from bed bugs, there's actually another type of bed bug called the red bed bug. And when red bed bugs mate, they will hold each other for 11 days or until the female starts laying eggs, which is kind of cute. You know, you got to admit that's kind of cute. But another animal with an interesting penis is the barnacles. Now, when I was first looking up a barnacle, I was like, what the fuck is this? So if you don't know what it is, it's it's one of those things that they attach to boats, you know, and buoys and, and piers and things like that. But if you don't know what it is, just pause here and take a moment to Google it because they are really weird 
looking things. But apparently barnacles can also be considered a parasite because they have, quote, a wide range of body plans. But anyways, barnacles are part of the crustaceans family. And their kinky interesting fact is that proportionally, barnacles have the longest penis of any animal on earth because it can span up to 10 times its body size. And the average length of it is the size of a bowling lane. Barnacle penises are so long because they can't really move. So they will use their giant penis like a fishing line and kind of cast it out there to find its mate. And if it doesn't find anything to reel back, it can also use it around the surface area where it is and try to touch onto another female's barnacle. And if he does, he can fertilize the female organ that way. But let me tell you one more thing and a few more facts and I'll get to what next week has in store for you because I'm very excited for our next guest. But my last fact is actually on mating calls because while I was researching, I learned something else called the Fleming response. It can also be called the Fleming position, reaction, or grimace. And what this describes is a particular behavior that animals do when they are checking out someone to mate with. And this behavior is when an animal curls up its upper lip exposes its front teeth, inhales with its nostrils, which are usually closed, and then holds this position for a few seconds. And what this animal is doing is it's transferring pheromones in other sense into an organ called the vulmarasal or VNO for short. This organ is located above the roof of the mouth via a duct, which exits just behind the animal's front teeth. So this behavior and all of these actions together allows them to investigate certain odors and tastes to see if they should move forward or not. But I'll wrap up with a few did you knows. Like, did you know that when a sloth wants to mate, they will scream as loud as they can until someone comes to meet them? Or that a fruit fly sperm can almost be six centimeters long when uncoiled? Did you know that marikee monkeys will pay for sex by grooming? Or that praying mantises will eat the head of their mate after sex if they're hungry. But now you do, in case you didn't know those. But yes, I hope you liked this week's episode as I wanted to share a bit of fun facts with you this week. But as for Monday, get ready for an open, honest, and raw conversation as we are joined by Air Force Amy herself. IMBD literally calls her the most popular legal courtesan to this day, and she will be sharing about her life as a legal courtesan out in Nevada and what her life has been like since fame on HBO and working on the Bunny Ranch. Air Force Amy is a beautiful soul inside and out, and I cannot wait for you to hear our discussion. But if you want to stay connected with me in the meantime, make sure to be following the partition underscore life on Instagram. But also watch out for some big news in the next couple of weeks as I'm thinking about gearing up for a monthly newsletter. And if anyone's interested in that, please sure to reach out and let me know. But yes, that's something that's in the works. So if you are interested in that, just keep following. But that's it for me. And I hope that you have a great day. And as always, stay kinky. Stay kinky.